me. I'm Alan. I am married. I live in a small town outside of Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, I've been going to Disney since I was a kid. I don't really remember my first trip, so I have no idea when it was. I've just seen pictures of me in a stroller uh, as a baby. Uh, I'm a I'm a loan officer for a major financial institution, and just like Sean and Keith, I'm a Disney freak. I love the Mickey ice cream bars and you know Disney popcorn. Even if it's more about the bucket than the popcorn, it's still a great <laughs> snack to take home with you. I want to go to the park from open to close. I want to just go hardcore to you know park all day long i mean inevitably my wife and i were always like oh we're gonna get there at park opening and it just doesn't happen you know we oversleep a little bit or takes a little bit longer to get ready in the morning or it takes a little longer to get to the park than we thought it would and so then we're there early but we're not exactly rope dropping the park either and then you know we we do a lot of nice dinners when we're on vacation so we leave the park and go to the room to get cleaned up and then go to dinner and i like you guys and I like Matt, but I'm not exactly going to go uh, hit up a romantic dinner with you. So uh, uh, some news I want to share with our listeners. And uh, But basically, in the next coming months, depending on when this show plays, uh, there will be a new Disney fan added to the world, courtesy of my wife and I. So we are expecting our first child a little bit later in 2016, which we're very excited about. And, uh, you know, take this opportunity to share it with our listeners. You guys are, are kind of a family to, to us, to Sean and Keith and I. And so I just want to share our excitement and uh, pass that news along to everyone. You know, I've got, I'm married and I've got two jobs and, and balancing all of that is hard enough. But then you throw in, you know, this, this extracurricular activity, and, and, you know, and, but, but we're brothers. We, we fight like brothers sometimes. I'm not going to deny that. On December 24th, 2016, our tiki brother Alan tragically passed away. He is survived by his wife Blair and three-month-old daughter Grace. This episode is dedicated to his life and memory. A GoFundMe account has been set up in his name to help pay for Grace's college fund. For those who would prefer to send a check, you may access the address in our show notes. Alan, we had in Shin at the Tiki Talk, and those in the Disney community love you for the positivity and the joy you have brought to all of us. This one's for you. So everybody, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk. And for the first time ever, and for someone who said that this will never happen, um, I think all of us have ever had said this, that our wives would never come onto the show. Um, We finally have a wife coming onto the show and... Keith and myself are so um, proud and honored to have Alan's wife, Blair, come onto the show. So, Blair, uh, finally welcome into the cha- the, tiki, the Tiki Hut. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I never thought I would be on the show either. <laughs> so. Right now, right now, I know Alan's going like, I don't know how y'all did it, man. You know, <laughs> he'd be laughing. So, One day, yeah, we figured somehow somebody would get on, but. I thought maybe it would be my my wife, you know, but um, you know, maybe a wife yelling in the background saying, yeah, exactly. "Can we finish that up and <laughs> can we get on with our evening?" Right, exactly. <laughs> That's about how, more like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how many times did that has that happened? You guys are really recording tonight. Like, do you really yeah. have to? <laughs> I know, I know, I mean, I know. I'm the one that pushes forward a little bit more. It's but, all uh, Sean's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has their job here, and I have to be the bad guy. So. Yeah. 
So, um, okay. <laughs> Blair, one, you know, the one thing that I don't think I know is I don't know how you and Alan actually met. I don't think he's ever said anything. Okay. So why don't you tell us how you guys met? <laughs> um, we have a good friend. Um, her name is Sarah Beth. She works at Disney World. Um, I, I mean, Disneyland, excuse me, in California now. But I went to high school with her, and she introduced us um, at a party when we were both in college. Um, I was 20, he was 21, and she introduced us, and this is not so becoming of me, but I had um, a little too much to drink that night, (laughs) (laughs) and Alan was... um, Alan was not drinking that evening because he had to work the next day at 5 a.m., so... He was the DD at the party, and I had a little too much alcohol, and he ended up taking care of me as I threw up in the bathroom and laid on the bathroom oh, floor. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, from the moment I met him, that was his uh, his caring, you know, spirit, and uh, always wanted to take care of me. And we ended up, you know, hanging out and going on a couple dates after that, and the rest is history. <laughs> Hopefully sober dates after that, I would imagine. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. There were, they were sober dates. I wish it was a much more romantic story, but that was, that's the honest truth. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, I'm, I'm just... Uh, it's funny. I don't think any of us have ever talked about how we met our spouses, but uh-uh. it's funny to hear that. You know, that's... Uh, you know, that that's Alan, though. That's... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that's what everybody loves about Alan, how, how caring he is about everybody, and... He always has been. In a lot of ways, I think he will continue to do so in the future. So, um, you married you married somebody that is uh, special and unique, and you know, we thank you for allowing him to do that sh- to do this show. So, uh, I know how it gets. It's not easy, but um, it's 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 been it's been great to have um, Alan part of the show. He always loved it, and he always. Now I don't know how y'all met him. That's the story that he shared, but you know, he always enjoyed talking with y'all and felt like you all were brothers and was always very excited. Was very, very excited to meet y'all when you went up to Comic Con. Um, <laughs> gosh, I guess it would have been not last year, but the year before now, right. before in 2017. Yep. Um, and was very excited for that trip and always planning another trip to figure out how to get all three of y'all down to Disney at the same time. Yeah, that's something that we wanted to do. Yeah. I guess it started with me and Alan just uh, talking on Twitter and stuff about, like, a Carolina barbecue, actually, is how it started. Um, and then it moved to Cheerwine, and then it moved on with Disney. And we just, this was a friendship that just quickly formed. And, and Sean had approached me about a podcast, and I was like, no, I don't mm-hmm. know. I was, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. And then uh, he finally went to talk to me into it, and I said, well, we need a third voice, and I've got the perfect guy. And it was Alan, and all of us, as we started talking, and I guess that the rest is history from there. Yeah, and I just met him on Twitter as well, where uh, where I originally started was just doing one-minute video clips from Disney World. And he used to always say, oh, I enjoy the videos. When are you going to have another one come on? You know, so that's how we started talking, and you know, he's just an easy person to talk to on Twitter, as many people out there know. Mm-hmm. Just a genuinely nice person. He's just interested in what everybody has to say or what they have to do. So, and and, and you know, speaking of Twitter yourself, and, and which is an amazing thing, is that you know now you're taking over his Twitter feed, and you're seeing that you had no idea 
what the Disney community was like. I, I, I know that. And I know you're amazed by the outpouring of support for Alan. So why don't you tell us, you know, what that means to you um, now and, and, and going forward? I, 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 I really, ha- I mean, I don't even have words. I, <laughs> um, I mean, I had no idea he had so many followers. I had no idea how he had touched so many different people's lives. And I love hearing the stories um, of people he encouraged and, you know, said a kind word to. Um, I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's absolutely amazing. And I feel, um, I feel just love and support from all corners of the world, which is, uh, which is really amazing. People I've never even known, um, you know, reaching out to me with, kind words and support and I'm probably never going to be able to even get through all of it and read all of it and acknowledge all of it. I don't think you're expected to either. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying, (laughs) I'm really trying. I, you know, I want everyone to know that I'm listening and that it is, it is helping. And, um, but it's amazing. I mean, I, I just, I just never knew the, um, the support that he had on Twitter and the, the, the following that he had. I'm, I'm just, I'm really speechless. You know, it is amazing because we had um, Sarah from Australia on, and that's, what, 10,000 miles away? and mm-hmm. <laughs> Like 15 hours ahead of us, I think she is. Yeah, it's, like just, it's just yeah, it's crazy. crazy. You know, we got wow. to speak to her, and she was such a fan of the show. And she, I remember when she started listening, she listened to the show, I think in a week. She just listened yeah. to everything, just one after the other. And she just started immediately messaging us on Twitter. And it was a great thing. And Alan encouraged her to try to do her own podcast or get more active in the Disney community. Um, so that that's just one of those things where, you know, Alan excels at. He's, he's always got nothing but great things to say to people. Nothing ever negative. He's always encouraging people to do things. And mm-hmm. that's – you need that. You need somebody like that in this world because the world can get you down in so many different ways. And Alan was that that bright star, always shining. When Sean and I would he joke did. around and stuff, and he just would always tell us it to be nice or uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> to stop it or yeah. <laughs> stuff. And it and he he was always that even keel like of the three of us. And it I know just for me, it's nice that you're still like posting his quotes and um tweets from his feed i mean it it's nice to still to see that pop up on your feed and it's just a reminder um like what the type of person alan was i um i'll be honest i don't know anything about twitter and i'd never been on twitter until uh christmas <laughs> day so i i had to pull my uh 19 year old sister aside and say what does this mean and what does this mean right. and what does this mean <laughs> Um, and she's teaching me about it so I can respond and uh, pro- properly. Um, but it's been kind of cathartic to post some quotes and, you know, that represent what I'm feeling and know that he did the same. And while I'm not a that of useless information that he always said he was, <laughs> I can try to uh, represent in the movie quotes and friends quotes right. too. <laughs> we did love friends together. <laughs> yep. So. He could pull up a movie quote just out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Was... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's all the, the, the hours. Random that, ones. Too. Yeah. Well, he must have watched a lot yeah. of TV with you working retail, then him home, you know, by himself, and he probably mm-hmm. had nothing else to do besides just watch TV and and talk on Twitter. So, 
Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, I'm sure that's, you know, college years of watching everything. And it's just so funny. Like, I don't know how many times we'll be talking about something Disney and all, next thing you know, a quote pops out from an obscure, obscure, obscure part of a film, and, <laughs> you know, but that was Alan. And so all of us are just like, what was that from? And he's like, right. oh, Wait, you don't come know? on, really? And I'm like, yeah. like some... <laughs> Like French film from like eighty seven, and we're like, what? Like, <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, he genuinely loved it all, and that's you know, that's that's beautiful. Yeah. The one thing that I never did ask him was those the macarons that he I brought you back from New York City. Uh-huh. Were they still uh, like good by the time <laughs> they got there, or <laughs> were they like <laughs> kind of stale? But they were no, they were actually still good. Um, the they were a little the. The macarons were not smushed, but the packaging was a little smushed. Yeah. Um, but they were still good. And they were still good a few days later because we, of course, had to ration them to make sure that right. we yeah. um, got to enjoy them for a while. But we knew they'd be good because we, when we went on our honeymoon to Paris, we brought some home from Paris. And if they could fly from Paris to RDU, they could make it from New York to RDU. Right. <laughs> That's exactly. true. Yeah. Especially they the were way so I drive. Good. They were excellent. <laughs> They were good. I, they I, were. In between my heavy breasts, I tasted one, and they were pretty good. <laughs> I think they were like $16 a piece, but yeah, they were still good. Yeah. <laughs> they are very expensive, yeah. yes. They, it takes a lot to make them, yes. But, yeah. um, they're excellent. My favorite is the vanilla. I don't know which ones we had y'all try, but the vanilla is the best. I, I think it was either van, it was either vanilla or something I had a, with caramel. I don't know. Uh, okay. Salted caramel. I yeah, think, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's what I had. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. I ended up. I think I ended up really buying good. and brought four home or something like that, and they didn't. They didn't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about what was Alan like in Disney World. He always talks about uh, going from snack to snack in, in World Showcase and getting a drink and grabbing a snack and, and a, a cronut, um, with whatever they call the cronut in um, England. The uh, the pastry puff thing there. Um, croissant donut. Yeah, the croissant donut. Um, legally. <laughs> yeah, legally. You can't not. say Corona. Right, you can't say that. Was Alan, was he really, did he really love that? I mean, was he like, was he just oh, just over the top on the show? Did he really like love these things like he says he does? Oh, he really loved them. Did he? No, he really, the, the, I mean, the croissant donut, we tried to get one one time i don't even remember which trip it was but it was right as illuminations was starting and they were closed down and he was so disappointed that he oh. wasn't able to get another one but yeah he loved the cronut he loved you know he always had to have a churro it wasn't a trip unless he had a churro um i mean our trips revolved around eating there was <laughs> there was no shortage of food um the churro um artist Les Artisan de Glass, the, the macaroon ice cream sandwich. Um, we bought one of those one night and tried to transport them back to our room without them melting to eat them. <laughs> oh, no. um, which was interesting. We're like trying to not put too much of our hand heat onto it so right. that it melts on the bus <laughs> and then hoping that the bus gets there quickly so we can get back to the room. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the I mean, we were always talking about you know, the new snacks and the latest snacks and our trips pretty much revolved around food, but he always <laughs> said that when we went in the magic kingdom and we were on main street, that was his happy place. He was always happiest and it just made him smile. I mean, that's why he did the show. Cause he, he just loved talking about it. He was so passionate about it. And 
you know, we joke, joke Alan used to joke around that he was the talent of the show and he really was. He he brought the heart to our show. He and, was. Yeah, I mean it's just it's we love talking to him and everybody loved listening to him because he was, he always knew what to say at the right time when mm-hmm. we were recording things and it was good. I, I, I love having him on and, and it's it's so great having you on because, you know, we still have a piece of him with you and I love that. And um one the one thing I, I wanna ask was back um I guess it was a year a year and a half ago, probably two years at this point, when you guys got snowed out of going home and you had to <laughs> suffer through a couple more days in, in Disney World. Yes. <laughs> I remember Alan, <laughs> he was, he was, I think he was messaging us and just, he's saying, you guys are going to hate this, but I, I, I'm stuck here. I, I just can't go home. And <laughs> you, you generally, you knew he, he just absolutely loved being stuck in Disney for a couple extra days. There's a lot worse places we could have been stuck and we were <laughs> definitely rubbing it into our family. My mom called that day and she was like, oh, it's snowing and it's 30 you know, thirty some odd degrees and I'm waiting for your stepdad to come get me and I was like, Oh, I'm in Florida in shorts and it's eighty six. Ha 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um it, but it was it was an interesting adventure because it was something that had never happened to us and we are both chronic overpackers. We both overpack just every trip we went on. And for some reason on that trip both of us said we're just going to take what we need. We don't need to overpack. Yeah, I remember him and saying that. The one time we got stuck yeah. down there <laughs> and are having to buy clothes yep. to make it through. <laughs> but it was it was a it was nice to have a couple extra days. It was an anniversary trip that we had planned, and it, there's definitely worse places we could have been stuck. <laughs> so it was it was really nice adventure. That is true. I mean, as many times as we have went. Like in February and stuff, I've always like I've dreamed of being like stuck there. But then get the realization of like, okay, so then we have to switch flights, and then we have to find like a room for two days and switch all our bags. And <laughs> so it's like I'm sure it, it, <laughs> like it wasn't completely fun, but like it must have been. You know, the sun and the warm is always nice for an extra couple of days. Well, we did what Alan and I always did best. We divide and conquered. And I remember he sat in the room on the phone of Southwest trying to find us a flight. And I sat on the balcony at the boardwalk trying to find us a room for the next two nights and trying to figure out how we were going to get from resort to resort. And we figured it out. And that was kind of what our relationship was all about. We always divide and conquered and got through whatever we needed to get through. Where, where did your love of Disney come from? Uh, before meeting Alan? I I had been, again, back to my friend um, Sarah Beth, she had, I had been with her a couple times. She had a big love of Disney, and I went with her a couple times, her family a couple times in high school. Um, and she did the college program, and so I visited her and went with her when she was doing the college program. And I was always, and Alan was always, too, a person where, we're not a go on a vacation and sit on the beach and drink kind of people. Like we like to go, 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 go and have stuff to do. And so Disney just kind of fits that because there's, there's always something to do and you go from one thing to the next. And, um, but I would, while I started my love of Disney with Sarah Beth, I would say it actually grew with Alan because we just always had so much fun going together. What was your, I know his favorite attraction, it was always Splash Mountain and then it was the Haunted Mansion. So what was your favorite? Philhar Magic. Was it? Yeah. Mickey's Philhar Magic. 
That's a good one. I, I love that one. It just all those, all those, you know, movies were my childhood. Going to Little Mermaid as a child and Lion King, and they were all my childhood. So it just takes me right back to to being a child again. It does. It's yes. that's what the Magic Kingdom does. That's what Disney does. It's it's such a magical place, mm-hmm. and you know, we've spent so many so many hours talking about that and. The the memories that you create there that that can't be that can't be ever erased, you know. Yeah. So that you guys were um, engaged also there. If you can tell us what that was like. So our engagement trip, we had. I actually heard a funny story um, at the service. Apparently, in high school, long before Alan and I had ever met, he declared to some friends of his that he was going to propose to his wife on Main Street in Disney. <laughs> and I had never known that until the um, service the other day. Really? And that is what he did, yeah. Um, and a friend of his found out we were down there, and she goes, they're down there right now? And um, his parents were like, yeah, and she knew exactly what was happening. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> because of where we were <laughs> together. Um, and I had never known that, that he'd made that declaration, but he... Um, we decided to go. We decided to go for the Christmas decorations because there's just nothing like Disney at Christmas. No. And we were there the first day, and he actually got stopped in the airport. They stopped him to search his bag, and oh, that's no. where the ring was on the way down. And he got very nervous that it was going to be revealed. Luckily, we got through that. We were there the first day. We went to Epcot. Um, it rained. It was miserable. It was cold. And the next day we got up to go to the Magic Kingdom and we were on the bus on the way over and I was hungry. I was like, we need to have breakfast. Let's have breakfast. And he's like, oh, I just am not feeling like having breakfast right now. He said his, he told me later his stomach was all tied up in knots and he was nervous <laughs> that I was going to say no. Um, but we got to the Magic Kingdom and we started taking some pictures in front of the castle with the PhotoPass photographer. And he said, um, can we have one more picture? And she said, of course. And he dropped to one knee and made a great speech. I couldn't tell you what a word of it is because it all just flew by and I (laughs) bust into tears. Um, (laughs) Asked me if I would marry him and I told him yes. And the PhotoPass photographer was great and she just kept snapping pictures. So I have those pictures um, to remember that with um, for the rest of my life. And... A very, very nice cast member came over to us afterwards and gave us Minnie and Mickey um, bride and groom ears to celebrate. But little did I know that was his plan uh, from the time he was in high school. Um, And we always would go, whenever we'd go after that, we'd always take a picture in our spot, we called it. (laughs) (laughs) Right there on Main Street. That picture was always his Skype avatar, so he was extremely proud of that picture. Like every time that we would just record the show, it would always pop up. So he he loved those pictures, and he did a great job. I never expected it coming. So Blair, what going forward? What do you want Alan's legacy to be? What first? What do you want people to know about Alan that they may not know? Um, you know, Alan, Alan the person, Alan the the Twitter person first off you know what what was he like personally i know he used to cook for you all the time he was he loved to cook he enjoyed oh, doing that and that it's i don't think he i don't think he ever talked much about that on the show so 
I think that's a nice aspect to, to talk about it. He loved to cook. He loved, I mean, and he just, I, I said it at the service the other day, he, he took care of me from the moment we met <laughs> um, through 13 years of our relationship. He took care of me and he was always so caring for me. And I had a, I had a pretty rough pregnancy um, with sickness and exhaustion yeah. and he, he never, he never let me go hungry. <laughs> um, he he cooked for me every night and cleaned the kitchen and he did me leftovers and brought me food and went out and got whatever I needed and was there for me through through all of that. And I guess, I mean, the person that he was on Twitter, I feel like is the person he was in real life. He was caring and supportive. Um, he always told me I could do whatever I wanted to, that I'd be great at it. Um, you know, I... We, I, at the beginning of my pregnancy, I had a, a big career challenge and he was like, you're going to be great at it. I don't know why you're stressing out over it. You're going to be great. And I never believed that, but he did. And, um, he was just so supportive and, and caring. And I just called him my gentle giant. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, he, he set up his own legacy. I mean, he, I, I, that, helpful loving person that he is was what he was every day of his life i love on the twitter the um the rack for alan which is the the, the hashtag mm-hmm. rack for alan which is for those who don't know the lingo the the lingo the new kids are using is random acts of kindness <laughs> for alan <laughs> the new kids <laughs> that makes us really sound old man. yes thank you for explaining it i feel um old <laughs> you know i i just love that it's 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 one of those things where I think it's something that just because of what happened to you and Alan, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be a reason just to do it. Everybody out there needs to just be a little bit kinder to everybody, you know, or don't know perfect strangers. Just go out there, buy them a cup of coffee. You know, the person behind you, buy them a cup of coffee. Just, just the simplest gesture, hold up the door and, and, you know, use the, the hashtag rack for Alan on Twitter. If you want to do something like that, don't, don't tell anybody just, just be kind to everybody else because you never know what the person behind you next to you in front of you is going through in life. And life isn't easy. We all know that. And just a little bit more kindness goes a long way. And Alan, he was that. He 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 loved everybody. He never had a bad thing to say on Twitter, except for Keith a few times. Um, <laughs> but, no, um, but he was, which he I was, needed. Yeah, which I, I mean, needed. <laughs> yeah, I needed that. We had to talk him off the ledge a few times, but um, <laughs> he was always. That's that's the funny thing is that Keith is the one extreme. And he's ready to jump, and and I can go either way. And then Alan's like, "No, nah, you know what? Just just hang back here for a second and relax a little bit. Yeah. Not, don't worry about it. And just let it go. Yeah, yeah. Just let it go. <laughs> I'm like, no, I want to say something back. He's like, uh-huh. no, yeah, no. let it go, let it go, just let it go. And it was just everything would just you know calm down. He was he just he just had that ability. Even if it was just words, it wasn't even like talking like like we're on the podcast just through text text messages. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. We used to text all the time, so. It was pretty easy. It was just amazing how he can get Keith to calm down. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Which is not an easy feat. Right. Uh, it's really not. <laughs> but everybody's uh, got to keep those. I, um, Go ahead. The, the, the random acts of kindness. I mean, it's, it's I, you know, I said it at the service the other day and I'll say it again. I mean, it's, 
if any of us can learn anything from this, you know, because it's never going to make sense. It's never going to make sense why a 34-year-old man drops dead. But if we can take this senselessness and turn it into kindness and loving and caring for those around us, and, you know, something good has come of it. Absolutely. I think that we have seen that and stuff already. I mean, just with everybody... I know personally, just from all the report and stuff that everyone has shown us and Sean and and you guys, it's just been so, it's humbling really, but just we just need that kindness to continue for Alan. And I know that I've tried to not be so like, rushed to judgment because of him and it's stuff like that that will always like, stay with us no matter what. And the other thing that... <clears throat> we haven't brought up is that uh, um, Alan was an organ donor so he's he's going to live on in in another way which is beautiful I know that uh, his he's going to be giving sight to an, or probably has given sight to another person at this point which is a beautiful thing allowing somebody else to be able to see it's seeing through his eyes and it's just it's just wonderful that that could happen you know it's just yeah, I um, I had been wrestling with whether or not to donate his organs right after his passing. And um, about 4 o'clock in the morning on Christmas Day, I woke up and I had gotten a call from an um, organ donation place um, about 2 o'clock in the morning. And they had left me a message, so I called them back. Um, and I didn't even know, but he had elected to donate his corneas um, when he had renewed his license the prior year. And that to me was the sign that to that he that's what he wanted. He wanted to donate his organs and so I, I gave them permission to do that and gave them permission to take whatever they could, not just organs. Um they also take skin donations for burn patients, um, just whatever they could take, um, so another family doesn't have to feel what my family's feeling. Right. Um to hopefully save someone someone's life. And they will share with me who they save, and um, they're going to send me cards that show, you know, who got what and who who was saved. And um, there was even some things that will save infants and children, and um, I know that would make him very happy. Yeah, there's no talk about it. So, Blair, everybody that we have on the show gets to do the Tiki Lightning Round. Alan's done it. (laughs) It's everybody gets the same five questions. One of the questions I had asked okay. you already, but we'll, we'll we'll change it out. But uh, your favorite snack in Disney? I don't think it's around anymore. But the jalapeno cheddar pretzel. Oh, oh those good. were so good. I think oh. they've discontinued it. Yeah, I think the so. Oreo cupcakes a close second too. Mm. Mm. Where's that one in the, <laughs> the studios? <laughs> Um, it is at the Boardwalk. Oh, at the Boardwalk, Cafe, okay. Or the okay. Boardwalk Bakery, excuse me, Boardwalk Bakery. Your favorite restaurant? Victorian Alberts. Ooh. <laughs> favorite movie? Disney movie. Favorite uh, Little Mermaid. Favorite Disney character? Snow White. And your favorite Disney Park memory? Is it the engagement one? Yeah, I would say the engagement is. Um, it's going to hit me every time I walk in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was his. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah. There was there yeah. was also one in uh, there was also one in uh, Disneyland. I don't remember which one that one was. Um, was it the one that I had a temper tantrum? Oh, we didn't hear about that one, did we? Oh no! No, tell us oh, now. No. That's a new one. <laughs> For sure, that would be it. I'd be happy to share that. We uh, <laughs> we were at Disneyland in 2012, and it was hot as could be. It was unusually hot for Southern California and he had to wait in line for a Dole Whip and we're waiting in line and if anyone is familiar with the line where it is for the Dole Whip in in Disneyland it's in full sun no shade and it was extremely hot and I had had it and (laughs) we got the Dole Whip and I was like I'm hot let's go back to the room and he was like okay I threw my purse on the ground and drug it behind me the entire way. <laughs> and he was like, I can carry that for you. you should. I was like, no, let's go. <laughs> Not my proudest moment, but I was just hot and miserable and overheated and ready to be done. And he put up with me all the way back to the room. And <laughs> I was a much different person when I got into some air conditioning. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to blame you for anything. <laughs> That's how I would be. Without the purse. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drag one of That's my awesome. kids like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Daddy, daddy, let me go. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're going into air conditioning. This pavement's hot, daddy. Quit. <laughs> All, all the way behind me, I drug that purse back to the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never, awesome. Luckily, it's not very far in Disneyland. <laughs> right, right. He never told us that one. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's funny. What was his favorite in Disneyland? Oh, I don't remember. I'm, we're going to have to go back and listen to it now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I, I know his favorite was getting engaged. And then yeah. Disneyland. I just can't remember what Disneyland was. <laughs> He talked about it that it was a shorter trip, I think, and he was trying to like squeeze everything in as much as he could. But uh, I don't I remember if he said a favorite moment. No, he did. He was we because um, I remember specifically he wanted to be part of of the, the five questions for Disneyland. So oh, I'll, have to, okay. I'll have to go back and listen to that. Mm. I'll, I'll have to let I'll you know. Have to find it. Yeah. He. Uh, Thank you. But. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on, and, and the Disney community is is behind you one hundred and fifty percent. So, you know, if any if you need anything out there, you know, you can message. Any, I'm sure anybody out there, and they'll help you. If you need a babysitter, I'm sure there'll be somebody out there who'll help you out <laughs> in, in a pinch. Um, so it's uh, it's an honor to have you on the show, and yeah, it was. You know, we're gonna we're gonna keep Alan's legacy alive. We're not gonna let people forget about him and I don't think anybody will he's not the type of person that you can easily forget well thank you for having me and it's been good to talk about him and I even listened to the Christmas episode that y'all dropped on uh, Monday the 25th or Sunday the 25th and it was just nice to hear his voice and hear him laugh and even in that one episode I could see where he was trying to keep you both on track (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah (laughs) but I just you know I, I there aren't enough words to thank everyone for their outpouring um, of support and kind words and the go. I'm just I'm overwhelmed with the GoFundMe and uh, I I just I never knew and I'm I'm hoping I can be a part of this family and um, keep his legacy alive and 
you know, I love Disney just as much as he did, and I'd like Grace to love it just as much as he did. And so I'm hoping I can stay a part of this family and, you know, help try and be a fraction of what he was to everyone. And I, you already have. It's I know just with some of the tweets that you already sent out, it's just it's meant a lot to a lot of people. And they're all, you know, behind you and, and there for you. So don't ever feel alone because uh, you can't be in uh, – like Keith was out at the restaurant tonight and he heard you've got a friend in me in a, in the sports yeah. bar. So, um, <laughs> he's always there. Everybody will be there for you. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. No, oh, you're welcome. Strangers in the night Exchanging glances Wandering in the night Alright, sorry <laughs> I don't feel like that's going to make the show somehow <laughs> oh, Yep well. Pump up the jam, pump it up Why you Do you remember the? You used, did you ever watch the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Uh, duh. Uh, I pulled up to the house around seven. Or eight, yelled you're to the, the cabbie. You, you got to start at the beginning. What's it, what was the beginning? In West Philadelphia, Philadelphia born and raised on the playground. Till it out, relaxing out, relaxing out, cooling out, shooting some people outside of school. We gotta do it together. Started up with no good. Started making trouble trouble in my neighborhood neighborhood. until started one little fight. fight. My mom got scared. She said, "You're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air." I whistled for a cab. We gotta do this together. The license plate said "Fresh and Head Dice" in the mirror. If anything, I could say this guy was rare, but I thought, "Forget it." Go home to Bel Air. I pulled up to the house of Seth. We got to die next show. Come on, home, smell me later. You later. I looked at my kingdom. I was finally there to sit on my throne. That's the Prince of Bel Air. Okay. Have to burn. It would have been great if we had done it together, but we couldn't quite get. We need to practice. Hey, Sean Keith. This is Brenda Lapstein. I'm Gizel from MN on Twitter. I just wanted to come in and say how incredibly the loss of Alan. So much for the review, but especially for his wife and daughter. I've been a listener to the show for just over a year now. Started listening when I was planning our first family trip to Disney. Fell in love with the show right away and listened to all the back episodes I could find. For three people that I've never met, you're such a part of my life on Monday mornings, and I feel like you're my friend. I've never had such genuine sadness at the death of someone I never met in person as I did when I heard the news about Alan. He was a part of the growth of my Disney obsession, and I'll be forever grateful for that. Please know that you guys and his family are still in my prayers. All the best. Bye, guys. Enchanted Tiki Talk was one of the very first Disney podcasts I ever listened to. Actually, it's the first. I um I thought it was about tiki bars, but come to find out, it was about Disney, which had been a long-time love of mine, and I was instantly hooked. Um, from there, I connected to Alan through social media, like so many others in the Disney community. And although we shared a love for Disney, I think it was overrunning that we really became friends. Alan was one of the most supportive people. I could always count on him for enthusiasm and positivity. 
And that's how he was with everyone. Always upbeat and positive. He's just one of those people that brought out the best in others. I know he had a lasting impact on my life, and it's all the better having known him. He was truly a beautiful soul, and uh, and I'm really going to miss him. Hey, this is uh, Brian. Uh, just calling to leave uh, my my memory of Alan. Uh, it's certainly a happy one. Uh, he was one of the earliest people from Disney Twitter that I started to follow uh, and followed me. And uh, a year ago, I confessed publicly of my love of fruitcake during the holidays and uh, was looking for someone to take me seriously and give me a suggestion on uh, fruitcake to order. And Alan jumped up and recommended uh, a brand from North Carolina, not shockingly. And uh, I ordered it and enjoyed it. And he was kind of saying, oh, please let me know if you like it. And so I certainly tweeted after I was done that, that I did. And we had a nice conversation about it. And ever since then, including throughout the holidays this year, uh, before we lost him, uh, every time I'd have a slice of fruitcake, I would think of Alan. So uh, a happy memory that will go along with the holidays now and my memories of him will be every single time that I have fruitcake during the holidays, I will think uh, happy thoughts about Alan. We'll miss him, and uh, we loved him. So from from me to uh, all of you who loved him too, uh, Godspeed, Alan. Hey, guys, this is Jerusha, the Disney chef, and I was calling to leave my condolences uh, for Alan. Um, of course, I knew Alan on Twitter just like everybody else did, and he was a genuine and wonderful human being and actually the first insane human to take a chance and invite me onto a podcast, despite the fact that doing so is practically crazy because I ramble and talk about all sorts of insane things and I used to get him laughing so much that he wouldn't be able to stay on track. So I would take the blame for that, but that's not really my fault. <laughs> but anyway, um I just wanted to say I love you, Alan. We miss you so, so much here and uh the world of podcasting and Disney tweeting will not be the same without you, but I will think of you all the time, every day, and anytime anybody asks me to do a podcast, I will remember the advice that you gave me, which was only do a podcast when <laughs> the main host is at Disney World trying to call in while on the uh, people mover because he said that was <laughs> the best way to do a podcast. Uh, talk to you later, guys. Bye. Hi, guys. It's DVC Mary. I just wanted to express my condolences and share a few of my favorite memories of Alan from the podcast. First off, I always loved when Alan gave Keith a hard time for cheating on any game where choices were required, and Keith always tried to somehow make two things into one. The biggest thing I'm grateful for is Alan's discouragement of Keith and Sean's screeching, I mean singing, of wishes repeatedly. Little did I understand that he was the tiki bird who could sing the best. Please note, in the early years, even Sean said Keith couldn't sing. Yet Sean would sing in the after show. However, after the Christmas show, I wish Alan had sung more. I'm eternally grateful for the happiness this podcast has brought to my life. My favorite drive home from work was any day I had the Tiki Talk or Dixie Landings podcast to listen to. Thank you, Alan and guys, for helping to encourage Matt, Holly, and Scott to make that happen. I just loved any day I could listen. Other fun memories of Alan. 
Uh, Alan describing himself as a great big teddy bear, but that at six inches, or sorry, at six feet four inches, he could be more ominous as a bellhop at the Tower of Terror rather than work at his favorite haunted mansion. I loved the after party or the outtakes, as you call them, because that's when everything would sort of let loose. Um, although Alan would somehow still try to occasionally rein it in when it went off the rails, as he said. Alan had the quickest wit. He would slip jokes in so naturally that people stopped and went, hey, wait a minute. I loved his deep, booming laugh. What attracted me to this podcast was that it felt like a bunch of friends hanging out talking Disney. I got totally immersed, so much so that wishes, screeching, would distract me from my driving. But I was amazed when I found out that Alan had not even met Sean until the second year of the podcast. It seemed like you guys were best friends from the first or second episode. One thing I wish you guys had had a chance to do again was the Tiki Talk dating game. That was a great episode, guys. Anybody wants to go back and listen to one. Alan was amazed that you guys had any fans at all, but on the dating game, he reminded you guys over and over again that he is the Evil Duck Queen's favorite. In reality, we all felt Alan was our favorite. He had a truly magical way of making each and every one of us feel special. This is Carmen from The Adventures of Peas and Carrots. I was so saddened by the loss of Alan and also so shocked. Um, if it wasn't for this podcast, I would have never met him, but we got to be friends in person. And um, he's a huge loss to the community, the Disney community, to his real friends, um, just to everyone who cared about him. And especially my heart goes out to his wife um, and his baby daughter. Um, it's so The whole thing's heartbreaking, and I will miss him a lot. Um, he's going to be like a void um, in the community where both on the podcast and also on Twitter, um, talk to him almost daily. And I just saw him recently. I don't think any of us um, could have imagined this would happen. And it does remind us to hug all of those you love and um, appreciate the friendships that you have because you don't know how long that you have. Hi, guys. This is Heather from New Jersey. I uh, just wanted to call and leave a message and just say that, you know, over the years I have really enjoyed the time I have spent listening to your podcast. Um, my favorite time to listen is when I am out on nice long walks through the neighborhood with just me and the dogs, nobody to interrupt. And during that time I've felt like I've been out having three other friends walking along beside me. It's been great to get to know all of your different personalities and to listen to your stories and things and your love for Disney. And the news of Alan's passing has really just struck a chord in me. Life is definitely too short, and I'm definitely going to miss hearing him specifically, but mostly I'm going to miss hearing the banter between the three of you because there is such a bond and such a friendship there, and I don't think that everybody gets to have that all the time. And I think that you guys are really lucky that you did have that for the period that you did, and it's something that you're going to hold on to and treasure forever. I hope that I get to listen to you guys again in the future, and if not, I know that I have past episodes that I can go back and listen to, and I can enjoy walks from time to time with these three buddies. Take care, guys. Hey, guys. This is Scott from Dixie Lane's Radio. Just want to send a quick message to let you guys know I'm thinking about you, and glad you're keeping on with the show. I know Alan Spirit will be with you forever, and he's going to be a part of all of our lives forever, so... As I sit here, you're ready to record one of our episodes. I grab my can of cheer wine, 
And I say, cheers to you, Alan. This is to you, buddy. Hey, guys, uh, this is RJ at Black Pearl 454, uh, Diz Explorers Podcast. Just wanted to leave a few words about Alan. Uh, while I never got to meet him, chatting with him on Twitter was always a pleasure. Uh, he was such a positive guy. He's very awesome to listen to on your podcast, which was probably one of my first ones that I found when searching for Disney podcasts and was always my go-to listening to the three of you. He was just such a positive spirit. I love talking with him about the beer and the differences in our our job descriptions as, as he was, you know, in, in finance in a bank inside and I'm in construction and it was always dirty and filthy, so we'd always swap our uniform pictures and it was always funny. Uh, you know, I remember chatting with him when his daughter was born, just about different experiences that he was going through and stuff that I remember going through with my kids. So... Just uh, nothing but good things to say about him, and uh, sorry that this had happened to him, and I wish all the best for his wife and his daughter as they continue to deal with this uh, unexpected loss. So thank you again for having this opportunity for people to call in. I think it's really great, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys have going on in the future. Thank you. Hey, guys, it's Matt. just wanted to call and leave a Quick message about Todd Allen. Um, thoughts are with both of you guys. I know this has been a hard time for, for you as it has been for everyone else, but I just wanted to share a little insight with everybody. What, uh, most people know me and Allen, uh, work for the same company. We live about half an hour apart. Uh, we spent pretty much every day, um, at work, uh, chatting back and forth and most of those chats were Disney centered, um, blue sky and gas trips, random questions. I mean, uh, a lot of, well, I won't say a lot, but a few of you guys' shows and a few of our shows have stemmed from, you know, conversations and just random questions asking both back and forth. Um, I, I know I'm missing like everybody else does and like you do. Um, you know, we do have some, some plans in the works as far as honoring him and everything. Um, I'm very excited to say that I'm actually going down to Disney in November I will be doing my first run Disney event. I'm doing Wine and Dine. Um, Alan was planning on doing that, and I'm going down and running in his honor. Um, you know, it's not going to be the same as running with him, but it's it's going to be it's going to be awesome to do it. And, you know, we we all have that our own little personal tiki bird sitting on our shoulder, you know, helping us through each day. So uh, you guys stay strong. Uh, all the formed a wonderful brotherhood. Uh, just keep it going. Keep his memory going. Uh, and like he said, like Alan would say, just do something nice for everybody. Uh, life's too short to be negative and positive. Just, just keep being, trying to see the most for everything. Um, I appreciate you guys for everything you've done. Um, you know, if it wasn't for Alan, it wouldn't be you guys. It wouldn't know Scott. We wouldn't have our show. So, uh, a lot owed to him. But I'll keep doing what you're doing and talk to you next time. Master you in luck, cause up your sleeves you got a brand of magic never fails. You got some power in your corner now, heavy ammunition in your can. You got some punch in the dance, you got who and how, see all you gotta do is rub that lamp. And I'll say, 
Mr. Lanza, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, jot it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. <laughs> Life is your restaurant, and I'm your melody. Come on, whisper what it is you want. You ain't never had a friend like me. Yes, sir, we pride ourselves on service. You're the boss, the king, the shine. Say what you wish, it's yours. True dish about a little more boggling As I'm a column A, try all of column B. I'm in the mood to help you, dude. You ain't never had a friend like me. No, my. No, no. Like me. Ha. 